welcome to a new episode of injury time with me sandeep uh, and during this quarantine days we are joined by richard hood a friend of the pod richard how are you all good sandeep how are you good good how is the quarantine period going has been a sudden uh, change in pace right right from <laughs> i think it got called in about 4 uh, days after we played our last game uh, mm. so I mean, yeah, to from training every day and uh, being out and doing all the work that uh, coaching entails, to so suddenly not seeing these, seeing the same faces again, and uh, there's a whole bit of team contact and stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm really missing that. But at least you're safe and at home. Right? Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, really fortunate. Yeah. Like we were, I was telling you all before we started the pod, we've been called uh, into work. Lower numbers, not too many. Okay. But still, nevertheless, uh, some of us have to still go. Not every day, every now and then. Okay, but what's the sports test doing though? In the, I mean, reason for you guys to be called in? So something has to be written, put okay. out, right? In sports, and every day something like the Olympics pulled. Correct. So something or the other is there. So uh, let's get right to it. when i asked you let's do a pod i really didn't have much to ask other than your season okay do uh, i correct me if i'm wrong this is the first time you're coaching a senior team yeah so how is that i mean i know you are more than just the coach of the fc bangalore united but uh, how is this experience so far no i am just the coach um helping out with a few other things here and there but uh, i think uh, the decision to get into coaching was taken midway through 2017 uh when i decided that uh, to, to do the high performance uh, course in portugal after that had to look for the right sort of avenue and had a chat with a lot of the people i look up to as mentors and uh, uh, they advised me in in so in the sort of uh, setup and things that i should be looking at and so far uh, whatever we prepared for on the course or whatever advice was given i think hardly 15 20% of all of it applies because it's just so complex being in the midst of it all and uh, trying to make sense of all the advice that you get but i think in terms of uh, getting things right with the staff having godmangi on board has been a massive help we have a really good strength and conditioning coach as well chelsin pinto who has been center back for your team in the yeah in the super division i think he played almost yeah. every game in the second division it's changed a bit Yeah. but uh, nonetheless his work has really been invaluable to playing the way we want to and uh, i think the management has been really supportive as well i don't think too many super division teams uh, would have access to gps data and uh, the sort of uh, nutritional support the well being uh, support that the players have got so pretty much we it's been a bottom heavy model with uh, i think minimal spend on player wages and maximum spend on uh, the variable aspects of it and also with the uh, process that goes behind it so i think if we do jump up any of the divisions uh, the bulk of our expenses won't really fluctuate as much as uh, most of the clubs would uh, face so obviously you had a pretty decent i would say uh, super division you are right up there until you sort of fell out a little towards the end Uh, yeah. in contention for the title so how was that as an experience because it was a very very close and i think the level of football also in this year's super division was quite uh, decent yeah i think so uh, 
across the board uh, we've seen more players from uh, the other states come in uh, right from the top to the bottom place teams have uh, spent a considerable amount in bringing in uh, talent and also uh, many teams such as kickstart have secured the very best talent in uh, karnataka uh, in the midst of all of that i think we had sufficient time to put a good team together we had a huge uh, representation from the state as well uh, i don't know i mean what really led to uh, the decline towards the end and things i think we sort of took our foot off the pedal there were many games that uh, were we could have secured three points from but uh, it resulted in a draw so i think that's been the biggest uh, setback of the season but uh, progressively i think uh, in terms of the football that we wanted to play uh, uh, right from uh, have being a good pressing team uh, securing more possession uh, those things we have made considerable progress as the league went on and uh, massive differences in the football that we intend to play leading to this uh, second division i league as well so uh, i mean a few key lessons from the super divisions would be that we need to trust the young players a lot more so if uh, the whole project goes forward uh, with me in charge next season then uh, just in terms of the team composition and uh, management of the super division campaign we would be treating a, i mean taking all those lessons on board and implementing them well, one of the things that really interested me about your team was uh, the average age is very small you had like couple of uh, school kids also in your team right? yeah. 16 years old 17 years old and they did yeah. a good job too so uh, yeah, i think uh, we were thankful that uh, when the club had started off a lot of recommendations that come in to take a look at a uh, certain number of kids uh, so uh, two of them shreyas and aditya really stepped up for us uh, they study in dps east and have been part of the karnataka state teams for quite some time Uh, dps as a culture they play a lot of uh, football within the school and uh, participate in a lot of tournaments so i think uh, uh, one is uh, some of the well wishers of the club they told us have a look at them and uh, shreyas especially fit in uh, seamlessly into the scheme of things i think again another one who started every game for us he's 2003 born so last year he was 15 and then uh, turned 16 as the league went on so um, i mean there were apprehensions about uh, the ages and things but i think the physical maturity that they had they were playing with adults for last two three years any which way so it was just a question of adapting to the sort of physicality and both of them did uh, fab uh, i mean uh, pretty well to adjust to the team and then you made some significant changes for your uh, second division also uh, added a few players vignesh and a few others like that so from what what was the thinking behind adding more uh, experienced heads into your team i think experience one was definitely vignesh with his whole background and uh, one of the parameters that we looked at was uh, amount of playing minutes secured in the previous season so uh, i mean like i said we learned our lessons through the super division as well but uh, also certain metrics in terms of uh, playing minutes secured uh their uh, development history uh, where have they grown up uh, at what level did they play youth football at all of these uh, metrics uh, gave us a list of names that we uh, could have gotten uh, there were a lot of players who were already uh, shortlisted and recruited by the ISL teams for their for their own uh, reserve team campaigns so based on uh, what was available i think the players that we secured uh, i think the playing minutes uh, reflect that like you said uh, experience had a big hand to play as well as i think overall uh, 
genuine playing ability on the ball so i think uh, super division we were looked upon as a long ball team uh mm. hit and chase sort of uh, team for large parts but i think second division uh from game day 1 up to the last game we played against fc goa we've uh, managed to keep a bulk of the possession i think uh, from match day 5 uh, onwards uh, we've created a lot more chances uh, try to enforce our uh, intended game style a lot more and that's thankfully i think that's largely due to the uh, recruitments that we've made so i mean there are certain solutions that are there only in the market and certain traits that we can develop so next season should be more about uh, developing these traits as well as hunting the market for them as well and your captain was 21 year old guy as mohammad asra from kashmir yeah uh, during the superdivision and then uh, i think patkal was playing on the other side patkal uh, on, on the right hand yeah yeah. Bhatkal, yeah so both of you had both of them had very quick feet and speed so it's made sense that you were playing sort of not always counter attack but you were pressing and winning it also i, I think feel. the counter attack uh, uh, the success that we got from it in the second division was a lot more because uh, super division the tactics were to like you said rely on these guys uh, for pace so hit the ball into areas that they have uh, opportunities to outrun the full backs so that was one part of the tactics but in super division we were winning the ball a lot more in midfield and uh, central parts of the pitch and within three and four passes we were creating a lot more chances so that was again thankfully um, large i mean not thankfully but largely due to the technical abilities we had on the pitch where instead of going long we managed to keep the ball and find uh, open spaces within three or four passes so that was a big uh, change in the approach that most people would have seen and now second division you have an all indian team in yeah. the second division I think you are the only one who has an all Indian team in the entire second division. Yeah, I mistaken. got a bit of uh, stick for it because I made a statement in uh, Times of India. So LinkedIn, some of the comments weren't very kind, but I think they didn't uh, really read through the article and just uh, stuck to the headline where I said that given the fact that we have four weeks to put the team together, I'd rather go with uh, known Indians than an unknown foreigner. So mm. known Indians would be bringing in guys like Vignesh and. couple of boys down from the atk reserve team from last year where we know exactly what we were getting and uh, uh, i don't know but i think if you put a indian up front uh, you the, the odds will stack up for him and he will be at the end of more scoring chances and the same applies with uh, having a foreign up front and things so maybe uh, time will tell where this whole uh, decision ends up but i think overall uh, the fact that we are second right now and uh, in terms of the points tally 14 points not uh, above or below anybody across the three groups i think that sort of is uh, justified plus like i said the style of play the togetherness all of the other aspects that we uh, sort of wanted to lock down on uh, have been addressed so uh, if we were to play at a higher level then definitely Uh, we can't do it without foreigners i mean that's absolute, that's an absolute no brainer but uh, given what the timeline that we had the type of football that we wanted to play and the talent that was available in the market i think uh, the decision hasn't really uh, put us at a i mean at a obvious disadvantage so far yeah i think you are uh, best second place team so i think that's a good place to be hopefully uh, in terms of qualifying for the semi final yeah and this stoppage came at a very odd time you feel like this is going to break the momentum or help you guys recuperate and stuff like that 
uh one good thing or not good thing but i think one truth is that it applies to everybody so if it uh, stops our momentum it will stop everybody's momentum if it helps us recuperate then it will help uh, everybody else recuperate so i think uh, it's not like certain teams have uh, gain any sort of advantage from this so the fact that it applies across the board uh, we can take a bit of advantage i mean uh, comfort that everybody starting off uh, from where they left and depending on the sort of uh, time we have to get back into it how we use this uh, quarantine time and uh, keeping fit and uh, uh, because when if at all it does get resumed then uh, we shouldn't be at uh, too much uh, too far off the pace either so we are doing whatever we can within all the restrictions to ensure that the squad remains fit and uh, when time when the time comes we are as close to being uh, ready as possible so tell me about this uh, coaching kids to coaching adults uh, because you can form whatever you can kind of mold the kids into good players now you are getting players who have already developed and have a certain type of playing so what is the biggest challenge that you see it's uh, not really a challenge because i think the sort of uh, game style that we're implementing uh, incorporates values like togetherness loyalty and uh, hard work above everything else so i think uh, the only reason why a certain person wouldn't be in the starting 11 or on the bench is if they don't sort of uh, tie down to these values that we uphold uh, right now it's a very idealistic bit but uh, but also the way the campaign has been shaped the way the team has been shaped uh, the system the playing model all of these things uh, come above everything else so it hasn't been very complicated either and uh, uh, anything to do with the uh, player management i think uh, right from mangi's experience uh, coming in that's about uh, 20 years of uh, elite uh, youth and uh, top level football guiding most of the decision making processes plus chelsea's insight into uh, managing these players because he d- isn't very verbal and things but uh, players are close to him he doesn't really let uh, let us in on what the mentality is but if there's any reason for concern or something that we should be looking at uh in terms of uh, what might affect the playing system then he lets us know immediately so i think all of these factors haven't really uh changed as much uh, to um, if you have to compare it to youth football then i th- i don't think it's uh, fair at all because uh, it's a totally different ball game i mean uh, very little parallels between uh, between the two yeah so i was asking about your experience in which one do you uh, find more tuned to your style I think this I'm definitely enjoying because it was a well thought out decision it took about 2 uh, years in the making uh, to whatever extent I could reach out to senior coaches and interact with them to whatever extent I could uh, I mean uh, gain insight from resources like podcasts and books and uh, reading interviews uh, apart from that uh, talking I mean a uh, lot of the times when we were on courses it was a good uh, platform to interact with ex players so uh, I think again uh, I'm totally enjoying this right now and uh, absolutely hold the whole uh, bit of work that I did with the youth sector very close uh, still do a lot of reading and research on that front and uh, wherever the need arises or opportunity arises uh, all of it will be available so uh, like I said it's uh, youth football right now I think uh, whatever insights and uh, understanding that I've compiled so far Uh, it will be best used in a process that starts with four, five, six-year-olds and goes all the way up to twelve, thirteen, fourteen-year-olds. Uh, that sort of uh, eight to ten-year timeline is, I feel, best where all of these uh, can be put to use. So that will involve a lot of coach education and uh, 
leadership management and uh, process management and things so uh, i think uh, the club right now is in, has the intentions on going about things the right way there's a lot of avenues for so work with the aiff coach education uh, platform as well there are a few corporates and uh, processes around the country that i consult with just in terms of uh, in case i need any insights in terms of are we doing this the right way or what other options do we have uh, then there's a good opportunity to put all of that uh, understanding to use so i think uh, i am sufficiently occupied especially with this existing job it's, uh, <laughs> it's amazing when people tell you it's a full time job they really don't emphasize how long, how much time it takes it is uh, definitely 24/7 so um like i said it's been two years so there hasn't really been any passage of thought for had i continued in youth or what how different it is from youth because i think uh, throughout i have uh, sort of dedicated uh, i think uh, lots of time with whatever i've done there's never really been uh, i don't think let's say lack of passion or indulgence or obsession with anything that i've done whether it was uh working with the federation earlier or with bfc in the youth sector and things there has been huge elements of let's say a little bit of uh, professional uh, understand i mean lack of professional understanding but i think with time you start to understand how to layer all these things but like i said the energy and passion with which i've taken this on as well as uh, two years in the making it's uh, absolutely loving it right now working at the senior level so uh, one night randomly a few months ago uh, yeah. i ran into you in the metro, the metro. yeah <laughs> yeah and then went for an ice cream also <laughs> milano yes yeah, yeah. so uh, then you were telling me about getting into this job with uh, yeah. fcbu and uh, you were very excited then saying what all plans you had so how far do you think you have uh, succeeded in laying the groundwork for all those i think uh, the club has got uh, in many ways the right approach uh, there will be uh, i mean i i too get to learn a lot in terms of how money works how markets work and uh, thankfully the people who make up the management they have done their homework they have done a lot of consulting and uh, they definitely want to be in, be in this be in this for the long term uh, without really uh, burning the fingers or getting disillusioned with the whole uh, system and things so i think a large part of it would be that uh, they are extremely careful about how they allocate their resources and uh, build the processes the pace and uh, tempo with which they uh, construct the whole project and uh, i think as far as wherever i i can be useful i think they've reached out and uh, asked me to put uh, certain processes together uh, so i think uh, this being a dream project just in terms of the senior team i think uh, the next layer would be managing both the super division as well as the i league or i league 2 campaign next season depending on what decisions uh, the federation takes and where we find ourselves so i think uh, uh, just in terms of let's say the late uh, age group developments from uh, 16 to 22 age groups i think we've done well with uh, uh, sort of uh, building us a uh, limited success with uh, those age groups i think we've done even better with bringing in experience so like i said uh, there are regular meetings within the club uh, the i is on the long term uh, throughout as a head coach i can't really afford to think let's say more than two seasons at a time so i am uh, basing all those processes uh, on that and wherever the inputs are needed uh, on the youth development side of things and uh, those are available as well in a informal manner 
so uh, just in terms of this whole thing uh, like i mean the reasons i was excited when i spoke to you was largely to do with uh, uh, building the right sort of first team processes having the right sort of staff in place having the right sort of processes in place and that would include your match analysis your nutrition your strength and conditioning having the right sort of training environment uh, so we have narrowed down on hl for this season and uh, i think in uh, due time the management will take uh, i mean will take whatever communication and uh, broadcasting uh, platforms on board to announce bigger plans that are in uh, in line with the club so i think uh, on those fronts uh, from the chat we had few months ago to whatever has unfolded so far Uh, it has been in uh, tandem with the expectations that placed on it so uh, another thing i wanted to check is when i first looked at the squad uh, who which you were picking and choosing at the time for the second division it looked uh, like possibly okay maybe this year is the first time you're trying maybe it's a little too far a big a jump but now it looks like you're almost there which possibility i'm looking i was looking at the team sheet and all the scores and following everything and there's very possible real chance that you can potentially qualify for the i league so do you feel like you're achieving at par or overachieving in terms of the club is still a very new club after i think uh, in terms of overachieving and <laughs> you won't get a bigger story than uh, what bangalore fc did in its uh, first year <laughs> yeah. so i think the benchmark is set and then you have uh, amazing stories with what aizal uh, managed and things with uh, resources and all of that so i think like i mentioned earlier uh, there are certain metrics with which we analyze each game and uh, how we analyze the progress and uh, existing status so just based on that i think match day by match like i said from uh, uh, right from match day 5 the amount of differences we've seen in the way we intend to play our football and uh, what we want to do in each part of the pitch there has been uh, big big progress over there and uh, i think the game against fc go also it had a lot of uh, encouragement in terms of that we are moving closer to the way uh, closer to playing the way we want to because fc goa sent on a lot of uh, first team uh, trainees as well guys who clocked in uh, minutes at the isl level in the recent game and uh, i think again just sort of taking hints from there uh, there has been lot of uh, progress also i mean uh, we had two big uh, disappointing losses uh, during the season as well where it uh, there was a mood of doom and gloom and then again i think uh, the coaching staff came together and uh, one thing we have realized is that uh, negativity and uh, targeting people and uh, sort of creating uh, mindless politics within the team team environment absolutely has no place in um, in the way the game uh, has evolved i mean across the board uh, there absolutely isn't any uh, uh, need for that so i think we are very objective we present the players with uh, evidence there isn't really finger pointing without having a whole stock of individual match clips that we show them and uh, run them through so even the discussion and things we aren't hurting anybody's ego in the midst of it and that is where I, that is where i think i mean just the man management side of things is where players have really stepped up so any uh, hint of overachieving or uh, getting over excited for what we've achieved so far i think uh, is entirely down to the players because they have uh, sort of uh, each time they've been called to do something they have stepped up and uh, uh, met these expectations uh, more often than not and uh, just the way the squad is evolving i think uh, uh, counting ourselves uh, selves as contenders for the uh, promotion definitely wouldn't be a far off uh, expectation 
uh, how important was gormangi because i saw him on the touchline the first match day uh, i mean you were there we spoke to him uh, for uh, after that i think he came after the match to the dressing room and spoke to him so one of the questions he asked is why not play and coach at the same time mm. and he said you guys wanted him to play as a center back if possible but he was not interested is that true no it was a two and fro i think uh, even he was uh, mildly attempted uh, to make a comeback and things but yeah you can't take away that much because he plays in all the friendly matches that we have internally in case mm. we need a center back he steps in and things and uh, more than does his but so um, i mean he is ferociously competitive i think you will get the same traits with uh, guys like chetri baichang and uh, most of the guys who made up or any national team for that matter if uh, you are part of something that represents the best of the best in the country then these certain character traits are always there so i mean just in terms of how instrumental he was uh, uh, he uh, he represents i mean the next line of coaches that we should be excited to see you've got guys like clifford you've got uh, musa already out there with a big playing background and uh, somebody who has taken a sports education very seriously you've got meraj enedi uh, i think i've already mentioned uh, clifford over there i mean a whole bunch of these guys who are uh, samir nayak at dempo right now uh, guys who bring in this whole bit of experience and have taken the coach education uh, really seriously so mangi fit into that uh, role quite seamlessly i had interacted with him quite closely during the two modules of the afc license and uh, when this whole job came up uh, we had one initial contender who didn't work out and uh, i think in my initial meetings with the club as well i told them that uh, i mean they had apprehensions as well with my lack of experience so i told them that uh, we will uh, the coaching staff won't lack it in any sense of the term so i think uh, so when i spoke to mangi his first question was uh, why should i be doing this which is <laughs> quite true because <laughs> it was club at the time that not many people had heard of and uh, we had interacted for maybe a cumulative of maybe 30 40 days so i think uh, it was the same place where we dropped off right uh, indranagar metro station so it was yeah. pouring down and uh, um, i think it uh, under one of those uh, sheds and things i was uh, it was about an hour and a half long conversation just uh, discussing to and fro and Uh, not one city bring up the money and things but just the environment and values and uh, character and uh, the process being right the environment being right uh, those sort of questions are the only ones that he was uh, more concerned with so uh, it took us uh, let's say a week to sort of understand our working styles what exactly we were going to do i mean coach assistant coach i mean uh, you speak to the players there isn't uh, much of a difference over there in terms of uh, Uh, how we go about it i think a uh, large bulk part of my uh, i mean uh, responsibilities are to plan the training sessions to put a six week four week program in place uh, doing a bulk of the match analysis and things and uh, it's amazing the way it, uh, i think uh, we catch up an hour before each uh, session we have really detailed uh, training plans uh, but it's just a question of i wake up at 4:30 every day so i think the session plans Yeah. Uh, reach him by 5:30. He acknowledges them by 6:37. I think he's gone through them. He eats his breakfast and goes through it. And I think over the course of that one hour before each training session, the sort of insights that he brings in that okay, we should be looking at this a lot more. And he takes care of uh, all the clean sheets that we have managed to secure, all of the good work that is being done at the back, as well as uh, the ability of the increased ability of the team to hold on to the ball. uh starting from the bottom i mean uh, deeper parts of the pitch uh, or all uh, credit to him and then again if you talk about uh, 
I think uh, both of us, in terms of the values that we uphold, uh, there's a big uh, match over there in terms of the system that we appreciate, that we should be playing football this way, and these are the values that the team should replicate. There are a lot of uh, factors that we sort of agree on. So I think uh, you're getting a big uh, compatibility and cohesion in terms of the way we think, along with all that immense experience that he brings in. And... Uh, Truth be told, he is amongst the more intelligent people you will find on the pitch as well, just in terms of the way he thinks about the game and ideas that he brings through. So I think uh, uh, whatever I have been um, fortunate enough to compile with my education background within the game, experience that I've had over the last few years and his uh, playing experience as well as, uh, I think, uh, ability to just add so much more value to the whole program. It's really worked out well and uh, thankful for him, thankful to him and Villa Chelsea for agreeing to come down here and leave everything behind because uh, both of them have their own uh, entities and businesses uh, closely linked to the game. Uh, so I don't think it's easy for anybody to leave family, home, business, all of that behind based on a phone call and come down and uh, join this project. And he's done just that. So uh, it really helps. So... Playing away from the top division, which is ISL or let's say I-League as well, uh, what are the challenges that other people don't see that you have faced? With? I think uh, I am not uh, well-placed to sort of uh, answer that question, as well as uh, Pradyum would be, or for that matter, somebody like uh, Floyd, who had a bit of a stint with uh, King Cray when he was... Uh, competing in the I-League too and uh, dealing with those sort of complexities. I, uh, challenges in terms of, uh, I think, again, I think between any boardroom and uh, coaching staff, there will be a certain amount of communication and uh, healthy to and fro that is needed to script every decision. So I think uh, this challenge, I think you pick up any book across the board with uh, coaching and things, you will find that uh, 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 persuading or maybe being uh, persuasive in uh, in terms of what you need and uh, convincing people that this is the right way to go forward. Uh, I think that that you will find everywhere. And thankfully, the, uh, with us, the management, they demand answers. I mean, it isn't uh, you ask for it and it's yours. They want reasons behind everything. And each time we have been, uh, each time we have uh, managed to provide a sufficient reason, there hasn't been a single case of uh, denial or, or, let's say, rejection or um, uh, sort of uh, depriving us of anything that we wanted. So, like I said, I mean, if you're looking at uh, the processes that we have in place, we are quite lucky that uh, process-wise, we are managing uh, a high-performance uh, program with a lot of these things in place. Uh, we are improvising a lot. We are uh, uh, doing things in a very lean manner, improvising, optimizing everything that we have. But uh, that sort of has been an impromptu education for us as well. So I think... Uh, if you're talking about difference between the lower divisions, I-League and uh, ISL, we have everything at our disposal to sort of take this whole project forward uh, with maybe change in uh, personnel, addition to staff, as and when the levels uh, demand us to do that. But I think 80% uh, of the foundation is in place for the club at the moment. So um, I think that part of the challenge is something that the club has ensured that we meet and uh, build upon as this year as the seasons uh, go by and uh, not really sprint through it but like you say I mean I think everybody understands that existence of a club is a marathon and uh, we intend to run it at a good pace not just stroll through it or uh, hit the ground as uh, novices but uh, 
run the marathon as uh, season campaigners so we're trying to do our best to get everything right from day one so uh, another one of the top division seasons are over so uh, what did you think this season because you sent me a statistics of the number of local players participating in different clubs and state wise and stuff like that so uh, where do you think we are now because last time we spoke it was we were still quite far away which i think we still are but having moved forward no i think uh, the state wise breakdown of local players i think number one a uh, uh, lot of people within whatsapp and uh, inboxes or twitter and things started hitting back on uh, bfc's numbers and uh, along with you i think few other journalist friends as well i think i've clarified that they have absolutely no obligation or uh, let's say or have they ever stated that they're going to uh, revolutionize uh, football in the state and things i think from day one uh, teams like bfc have been uh, uh, very clear that they want to dominate indian football and uh, they aren't placing any sort of borders or uh, emotional tie downs to the region whatsoever so i mean if you look at the composition of the youth teams all the way up to the senior team uh, it absolutely lives and breathes excellence lives and breathes uh, championship intent so uh, i think so just to close that argument to begin with uh, i think uh, whatever stats we see they are a direct representation of what the club stands for and uh, the decision making at the leadership level as well i, I don't think any club uh, more than bfc wants one of their own in the on the pitch uh, clocking in minutes and uh, uh, i mean getting regular playing time for the first team no club would want that more than them so i think uh, youth development if we all agree that it's a 15 to 20 year process to just get a youth process in place and then we start to see the results then bfc is just about 7 uh, years into their story and uh, we just have to wait and see but uh, place i mean clubs like goa who have clocked in the maximum number of uh, local players they have massive uh, cultural leverage with them they have a huge uh, uh, system below them an entire state dedicated uh, towards the game and things so and plus the benchmarks are still pretty high i mean if you look at the last few players or the existing crop of uh, goan players the references for the for a young kid growing up in uh, goa is very high in terms of that's how good i need to be if i need to play for this team so visual references are uh, really strong with uh, goa as well as uh, calcutta because again the cultural leverage there allows them to make these uh, decisions they have uh, they have had clubs playing at the highest level i league isl nfl over the last 20 years multiple clubs from the state representing at that level so the existing crop of 25 uh, year olds when they were 5 10 15 years old they had a really good reference uh, growing up to what it takes to become a professional player uh, so the only hope is that uh, the other clubs from goa salgaonkar dempo all of them continue stepping up for whatever the indian uh, top level or top tier might become or whatever the lower tier might be Uh, we definitely need these teams uh, to be relevant again at the national level for, i mean regardless of the uh, tier that they play in but uh, i mean uh, once things uh, sort of become permanent we need them to come back and uh, start to i mean continue to do what they have been doing with a lot more educated coaches coming in uh, maybe with the foundation of uh, youth games and youth leagues uh, coming through over there Uh, we will see a brighter future in uh, these states not to forget the northeastern states who have strong representation with uh, iswal fc neroka and uh, trau coming through so i mean the next bunch of stats that i will be compiling will be the playing minutes state wise for the uh, i league so i think you will see 
uh, regional representation quite strongly represented there because the clubs there like Aizawl FC, Trau and Naroka have a deep inclination and history with the state that they emerged from. Which uh, And as plus as passed through the philosophy, maybe by way of uh, being uh, constrained by their uh, resources as well, they have to adopt a model where uh, they encourage the local players to step up in the platform. So this, I mean, this uh, sort of goes down uh, to teams like Shillong. When they were there, you saw a lot of Khasi boys come through. I think with Aizal FC, you sort of saw a lot more Mizo players come through in the 20s. So um, I think uh, once uh, we have to give it time. I mean, five, ten years down the line, our uh, football, uh, let's say, ecosystem will start to resemble what it is in many parts of the world, especially the micro ecosystems of Bengal and uh, Mizoram, Calcutta more, Goa more, South Goa more, uh, the smaller districts around Calcutta. Uh, all of these will start to breathe new life if we give them time to sort of give these players a pathway from the ages of five to 25. So, uh, it, I guess it will take time for those the, that whole stat that I shared with you to mm. sort of even out. Yeah. <clears throat> the DFC thing is very interesting because uh, I think after the five, they won on the last day, Super Division. They won the Super Division on the last day. And uh, Naushad Musa, their coach, was telling how he, there is not enough talent in Karnataka to make it to their team. Which is, yeah, that exactly yeah, exactly, is that's correct, point. right? I mean, a lot of people misconstrued that statement, like yeah. saying that there is no talent in Karnataka. It's just talent to make no, no, it no, to no, their no. team. I think uh, I think once people stop uh, taking uh, headlines and uh, sound bites for a lot less person, you go and spend time with Musa, he'll tell you the amount of uh, time he's spent with uh, looking for talent within the state and things. And... Uh, He's working towards a benchmark. I mean, uh, he's overlooking the entire program. He's got youth coaches under him who have to, again, adhere to certain benchmarks and standards because uh, uh, you, uh, what is he going to do? <laughs> I mean, if uh, <laughs> he can't find something that adheres to, let's say, the checklist that uh, BFC might have in terms of uh, bringing a promising youth player in who is uh, given the opportunity to develop within their uh, facility and system in Bellary and then come down and play for the U18 team, uh, have the uh, I-League second division and super division as a platform, go and play the Durand Cup and all of these, uh, I mean, uh, platforms that are there at their disposal. Uh, you definitely uh, can't blame them for the... If it's not there, it's not there. I mean, it's simple as that. If somebody else goes out there and proves, uh, proves them wrong, then good. I think it uh, only strengthens the uh, local game uh, a lot more is somebody is working towards uh, changing that uh, stat quite aggressively and uh, realizes that there might be a certain market over there as well. I mean, uh, Chennai City FC, till uh, they came around, uh, uh, statistics of Tamil Nadu-based players was close to zero. I mean, I think apart from Dharamraj Ravanan and uh, Nalapan Mohanraj and uh, maybe... Ganesh. Uh, sorry? Renpal Ganesh as well, I think. Nanpal Ganesh and uh, the other Mohan Raj, uh, you had about four or five players, but uh, just look at the time since when, uh, since when they got the direct entry and uh, number of Tamil Nadu-based players that have suddenly flooded those stats. I think uh, if we, uh, now that we are in quarantine, I think I will have time to maybe go back a few seasons and uh, do a uh, before uh, CCFC and after CCFC uh, study or before Aizwal FC and after Aizwal FC study if those stats are available. I think it's worthwhile to dig down and see the impact of uh, having a certain uh, philosophy that uh, 
ties you down to the region so i think rohit uh, ramesh has thrown up in uh, in chennai he's uh, um, he's sort of followed the i mean closely followed the, the youth system i mean the local system in tamil i mean in chennai quite closely the people that he's surrounded with in gulab and uh, the other stakeholders around him uh, they have been they know where exactly to look for the talent they've gone to the right districts within tamil nadu to do the scouting so i i think uh, once you bring a element of focus into it uh, you will get the results you have on, you only have to give it time and uh, i think due diligence in terms of uh, going about it uh, sincerely so i think for that matter bangalore united does have a lot of uh, i mean uh, if at all we're looking at it from a 10 to 15 year project then there is a lot of scope in terms of developing uh, locally based players Uh, a good hint is what uh, these guys did uh, kickstart fc i think they had just the one foreigner but everybody else was locally based every one of them was a bangalore boy so and they finished a close second to bfc obviously they were a lot older bfc i think week in and week out was putting in 15 16 17 year olds into the starting 11 but uh, if you take the hint from the three youngsters that uh, united has got the whole bunch of youngsters that uh, kickstart uh, built the campaign on and uh, you see the model working with uh, isol fc you see the model working with uh, neroka trao as well as uh, shillong lajong as long as they were playing at the highest level with this intent with this certain uh, focus on uh, the demographic that they will employ from i think you will get the results if you have focus and you have the process in place and you will get the results it will take time but uh, i think uh, bfc's focus is championship uh, is to secure championships and produce a player who will play for BFC at the AFC level if that's the benchmark then uh they are going about it the right way i think uh, right now where united is right now where kickstart is they are going about it the right way based on what uh, chennai city fc had uh, to play towards they went about it the right way they did their homework before they stepped up they knew that uh, uh going with a team of a bulk with a bulk of talent from tamil nadu won't embarrass them and and it didn't it pretty much got them the title as well and a huge success in the transfer window so i think uh, if you have a sense of focus and the results will follow i mean there's nothing stopping you from doing that as long as you have the right people and uh, methods in place absolutely let's hope uh, the one of the issue with people is they are not looking at a time stamp is you know it takes 10 15 years and most people don't look at that yeah, i think yeah. i was guilty of it as well right i mean any changes that came up in indian football <laughs> you were working with the youth system right <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking at the senior level purely now. That uh, uh, in, uh, if you look at how fragile the whole ecosystem is, like Barcelona has announced a 70% pay cut. Mm. This is a club that you're talking about with uh, hundreds of millions of dollars in operations every year. Juventus announcing a pay cut. It might be for mm. the right reasons as well to uh, keep people in check, and they don't really want to uh, sort of uh, be berserk in this time. Whatever the reason might be, I'm just saying that. Uh, uh it's a very very unstable uh, business model to sort of take forward and uh, if you don't give it the time and patience and you get overdrawn with the whole uh, race for success and i mean the whole adrenaline pump in title chases and things like that so i think uh, level headedness in, in management now more than ever is needed so i think uh, like i said uh, whatever chennai city fc is doing the way the other clubs that i've mentioned have gone about things and also from whatever uh i mean the professional relationship with uh, united has uh, sort of revealed uh, people are willing to put in the money provided 
they see stability provided uh, they see a long term unraveling of the plans and not just a, a grandstand unveiling every year and uh, and losing your uh, sort of uh, identity in the race of uh, success when everything takes time and if you want to repeat the success and uh, work towards it then like i said right people right methods and uh, right sort of vision has to be in place to ensure that yeah absolutely uh, so first thank you for your time uh, <laughs> no problem because no, of it. <laughs> yeah i know but still thank you for your time uh, we'll do more uh, hopefully you'll qualify for the uh, i leagues play of the semi final second division semi final fingers crossed yeah. Yeah, because I do have no idea when it's restarting. So hopefully, and we uh, also hope. Happens. I mean, uh, whatever decisions are taken, because uh, it could be three weeks, it could be six weeks, it could be uh, whatever the timeline is. But like as uh, I think uh, the club's intent is to see ourselves at the highest level uh, possible as soon as possible. So uh, like uh, whatever the decisions come, I think uh, there will be a good model in place to sort of study. what united has done from uh, super division days to how they managed the i league too so hopefully we can uh, we are documenting everything so uh, if success uh, stays by our side then definitely we will have a good enough model to share with whoever is interested and uh, obviously uh, keep uh, reflecting within ourselves and uh, and be prep for uh, the decisions that the i league management and afl leadership uh, decides on Yeah, I really want to see one of our teams from Bangalore uh, get into the I League and eventually the ISL because that that atmosphere during the FCBU versus Kickstart, which was at that time the top two teams when you guys yeah. met, that was crazy. That was an amazing <laughs> experience. I mean, I had a terrible back pain and I was huh? in like no shape to be actually at work. But okay. I just couldn't, and I was like, okay, I'll be there anyway. And I was standing for most of the game and stuff because I couldn't sit. I was like a crazy atmosphere. Whatever, like there were some crowd issues at the tail end of it. But uh, yeah, it was one of the best games I saw this year. I think it's a great advertisement for local football as well. And uh, yeah, I think if the if we start delaying the kickoffs a bit more from next season, we have double headers as in home and away. Uh, hmm. Just. I mean, from a 13-game season, we matured to a 26-game season. Start playing under lights wherever possible. I hmm. think, uh, uh, yeah, that will be a huge help to the local system as well. You will get more clubs that are interested in the longer term, and uh, it will be a massive step towards a positive in the next season. Yeah, that was that was crazy. That was the best uh, atmosphere I had. I mean, I. Had... because i've been there for almost all the isl games also but this one was something else because the fans are much closer to the stadium right there's yeah. no running track and all that kind of stuff so hopefully we'll see a bangalore derby at the highest level soon fingers so, uh, yes all the best to you for that thanks a lot sandeep uh, thanks for your time yeah. and uh, sorting this interview out i mean like you said i also have plenty of time <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, thank right. you uh, thank you man appreciate it Bye. Yeah.